0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Sergio Meza. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. I'm going to be speaking about Jesus was born to redeem. So let's just pray a, a prayer. Lord Jesus, we come before you today asking you, Lord God, for your approval in everything that we do, Lord Jesus. All we want to do, Lord, is worship you and thank you for you are the one who does all things in our lives, Lord Jesus, and you do them perfectly, Lord God. We love you and we thank you and we pray for your direction in everything that we do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, Voy a comenzar. I didn't want to start in Spanish, <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'm, I want to start with a scripture in the book of the Gospel of Matthew, chapter one, verse twenty-one, and it says, uh, "She will give birth to a son, a son, and and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins." Uh, this was uh, an angel, an angel of God talking to Joseph before, uh, before, before the birth of Jesus. And the angel was basically telling him that a Savior was going to be born uh, in this world. Uh, and, and so I want to move on to another, another scripture in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 7 through 11. And it says, "And she brought forth her first son, her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. in this uh, scripture, here we see that there is another, the angel of the Lord is uh, uh, speaking to, to a group of shepherds that were keeping watch in the fields when, when the Lord was born, Jesus was born. And basically the angel is telling them that the news of, of, of Christ, the Savior being born, that, 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 that he, was, he was being born at the time. And so, uh, the message of the birth of a savior was so tremendous that God used an angel to tell to let us know. And in this in this particular time, he told he told Joseph not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife, that because the child that she was going to uh, have, she that, that was the savior, the savior of the world. And in the same manner, also he told, uh, the angel of the Lord told uh, the shepherds that the Savior was being born to go and see this child that was being born. But uh, uh, it was an angel of God that gave the message to them. And it was an angel, uh, it was an angel that did this. There was, it, it was also an angel that gave the message of the resurrection when Jesus rose from the dead, the same thing. There was an angel that told the ladies they went to the to the to the grave uh, that he had he was risen that he wasn't there. But the thing with the angels is that the angel never really gave any instructions to people. He the angel only told gave the message. This is going to happen, or that's going to happen, or this has happened. In the case of the resurrection, he told he told the ladies. Uh, the the Savior he he's risen, and so and so that's what the, the angels the angels do. There was another occasion too when an angel uh, uh, told Cornelius about Peter the apostle that 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 Peter was gonna that to listen to, to Peter what Peter had to say or what the, what he needed to do. Cornelius as a Gentile to to do to be saved. And so it wasn't an angel. The angel only gave the message but didn't tell Cornelius that, what to do to be saved. He had to wait for Peter to come and explain to him what he had to do to be saved. An angel delivered the great message to Joseph and the shepherds about Jesus, the Savior of the world. But the angel did not give them instructions. An angel gave the message concerning his birth and an angel gave the message of the resurrection. I, and, and as I said, the angel gave the message to Cornelius too. And, and, and he also told Peter to go meet Cornelius. And so that's how they got connected. And as a result of that, we, the Gentiles, are here today saved by the blood of the Lamb. So, but then later on when Jesus started his ministry, he chose men the 12 apostles, to teach them the the things of the kingdom and to teach them what they needed to do in order to be saved. So he chose the 12 men to follow him and to learn from him the plan of salvation. These 12 men were there, and they saw great miracles happen before their, their very eyes. When they saw Jesus do all the things that he was doing, it was, uh, they were all, they were all like, wow, these are things that nobody can do unless God is with him. So he was, uh, Jesus was revealing himself by the things that he was doing, but also at the same time, he was teaching uh, uh, hum- the human race how to receive this great salvation. And so these this 12 men were, they were there, uh, and they saw Jesus do great great things. They were learning a new way of life and and what they needed to and what, what they needed to do to be free from sin. Jesus came to show us the way back to God. That's what he came for. He came he came with a mission. He didn't just show up just just because he came with a mission and his mission was fulfilled uh, all the way till the end. And so he was in the world with this mission and he knew exactly what he was going to go through in order to to redeem us, to redeem us, to pay the price. By his birth into the world and his death on the cross, Jesus provided salvation for everyone, for everyone who will believe and obey the gospel. Because a lot of people hear the gospel and, and a lot of people have heard the news, but a lot of people don't obey it. A lot of people don't obey it. So salvation, salvation is available for, for anybody, for everybody. But we have to obey the gospel. We have, if we know the news, the news of, of Jesus, the gospel, we need to do as it says, what it says uh, his plan was then and still is today To wash away our sins By his redemption So that we may enjoy everlasting ever, Everlasting life with him in heaven I don't know about, about you But the reason why I serve God Or the reason why I am a Christian It's because I hang on to the hope That one day I'm going to be up there in heaven with God I don't serve God just because somebody told me about it and because this feels good and because uh, nothing, nothing, no other reason but because uh, I have a promise from God that if I I do, if I follow the instructions of this gospel, I'm going to inherit the everlasting life. And that's why I'm doing this. It's not just to kill time or because I don't have anything else to do. It's because I I hang on to the hope, to the hope. And so, God's redemption has been granted to many people up to this day. His plan of salvation has reached each and every one of us here today. And we have received his love, his grace, and forgiveness And now the Bible says, the Bible says that now in 1 Peter 2, 9, that we are a chosen, a chosen people. We are, now we are a royal priesthood. Now we are a holy nation and a special possession to God. We are special to God. We are, we are not what we used to be. Before we met, before we met him, we, I was nobody. I was nobody, but thank God for his word that tells me that now I am a son of God. I'm a, I'm a, I am a child of the king. Now I am some, somebody, and I better believe it, because if I don't, that's not, that would not be good. I have to believe the promises of God, and all of us have to believe him. If he says that we are, we, our sins have been washed away, we better believe it. We cannot live in condemnation thinking that, oh, I'm not good enough. I have to believe his words because if I don't, I'm making him a liar. And I can do that. I have to believe what he says in his word. And so, and then the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 9, that we are the chosen nation and the royal priesthood to declare the praise the praises of him that saved us. So we are chosen, we are chosen by God, not just to look pretty. (laughs) We're not chosen by God just to look good. We are chosen by God to proclaim or to declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. For many centuries, many lives have been redeemed by the Lord, and most of those people have told somebody else, about this free gift from God. The reason I am here is because somebody told me about this. I didn't find, I didn't find out for my, by myself. Somebody, somebody was there waiting to deliver the message to me, to share this beautiful gospel with me. And thank God for that. We ought to be grateful for those people that share the good news of salvation which each, with each one of us. I think it was a man or a woman who shared the gospel with everyone here. I don't think it was an angel. Because as I said before, the angels are sent by God to give out messages. But that's about it. It's up to us, the human race, to explain to others the, the, what the gospel is about. What Jesus did, what Jesus has done in our lives. I don't know about you, but God has done great in many, many things in my life. Many things, many things. If I was to tell you right now, I wouldn't have enough time all day to tell you how many things God has done in my life. And basically, when we share with people, that's what we need to do. Yes, share the things God has done in us and for us. They're great and they're many. Everything that's really worthwhile has been given to us freely from God miracles, peace, love, hope, salvation, and many, many, many promises. Jesus came into the world to pay the price for our sins. He took our, our place on the cross we were the ones that deserve deserving to be crucified I was the one who should have been on the cross to pay the penalty for my sins but thank God that he came and he took my place and he also took your place and your place and everybody's place I am, I am so grateful for the person who introduced me, introduced me to Jesus Christ and also for the one person that took the time to teach me a Bible study. I still remember, remember exactly the way it happened. Who was the first person that invited me to go to church? I'll never forget that. And In fact, I pray for the person every single day. I pray that God keeps the person uh, all the way until the end, faithfully, faithful to God until the end, that he makes it up there with me, that I make it also. But I pray for the person, and I thank God for the person. And I also, I'll never forget either the person that taught me the Bible study. It wasn't the same person. But there was another person that taught me the Bible study. He took the time, and I remember that person, how he used to come to my house and how we used to get together and do that, have the Bible study. That was the most beautiful thing for in the beginning of my Christian life. It was beautiful. This person took the time to not only teach me the Bible study, but to, to fellowship, to go different places and because when we first come to the knowledge of Jesus we are we are on fire we are hungry we just want more and more and more and more and we just it's like we just we just we're just looking for more and I, I'll i never forget that I'll never forget the person and and sometimes I do talk to this person and and we get together and we do things together and and it's a beautiful thing because I think for, from anything we can give anybody, sharing the good news, sharing the gospel, that's the, the biggest thing or the greatest thing we can give anybody. Uh, I, I, I thank God also for all the men and women who are, who are always willing to share the gospel with other people. Because like, as I said, that's the best gift we can give anybody. I think that seeing somebody come into the kingdom of God is the most beautiful or wonderful feeling anyone can feel. Uh, I remember the church, well, the church that I come from, I was in charge of the, the, bapt, the baptistry and baptizing people. And I'll tell you what, I never felt anything better than seeing somebody come out of the water with their sins washed away. That's the most beautiful thing. When we get to see somebody coming to the kingdom of God and being saved, there is nothing like it. Nothing. Nothing can replace that. That's the most beautiful thing. And so, uh, when, somebody, when someone comes to, to Jesus, their fear is gone. And God, He says that He clothes them with righteousness. And that's why I was saying we better believe the promises of God. Because sometimes we feel guilty. Sometimes we feel dirty. Sometimes we feel not worthy. But the Bible says that he, clothed us, he clothes us with his righteousness. His blood has been applied to us. And we are washed clean. And we better believe it. Otherwise, as I said, we make God a liar. He's not a liar. His promises are true. And so... <clears throat> Uh, Romans 14, 17, 17, uh, it says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So that's what God does does for us when we come to to him, when we enter into his kingdom. Uh, He takes the fear away, he gives us righteousness, and he gives us that peace and that joy in our hearts. At the birth of Jesus, the angel proclaimed peace on earth and good will toward men. That's what the angel proclaimed and and the angel of God gave the message to the shepherds the shepherds, and the shepherds went to see Jesus, and then they went to tell many people about the great news they didn't keep it to themselves. the Bible says actually in the in the Gospel of Luke chapter two verses eleven through seventeen uh, we have that account right there telling us. They did they did that in fact uh, it says for for there is for there is born to you this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord and this will be the sign to you you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So, so it was when the angels had gone away from them in the heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made, made known to us. And they came with, the, with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. They did go and told a lot of people what they seen and what was told to them by the angel. What the angel told them, it, it, they went to see it for themselves, and it was there. The the baby was born, and this baby was the Savior, and they saw him. And after they saw him, they went to tell people about it. They didn't didn't, didn't stay there. Uh, an An angel can only give out messages from God, but it's up to us to share the gospel with people. We must tell others about the things God has done for us. We must tell them it's simple as that. It's so simple. Sometimes we think that we need to tell them all about it. And sometimes we do. We, sometimes we just can't hold it. We just want to tell them. And sometimes I think we make the mistake of telling them too much. Too much. I think we need to, uh, basically, we just have to tell them what the Lord has done. That was the case for the Samaritan woman, too, when Jesus came to the well. And he told her all these things. Uh, what did she do? Same thing. She ran to the city and told the people, hey, come and take a look at this man that has told me everything that I have ever done. So it's, it's simple. It's very simple. But a lot of the times we make it complicated and I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be complicated. We should just tell them. Tell them. Tell them about what the Lord has done. God wants... Uh, God wants everybody to know about him and about his redemption. He has already paid the price. People live in in sin. People live pretty bad lives. And a lot of people don't know that the price has already been paid. Jesus already paid the price for, for, for our sins. He doesn't want anybody to perish, but to have everlasting life. That's what the Bible says. That that's the will of God. The will of God is for nobody to perish, but to have everlasting life. He doesn't any, He doesn't want anybody to stay behind. He wants everybody with him, because uh, he also said that he went. He went to prepare a, pl- a place for us, that where where he where he is, we can be also. Uh, The the world is full of hatred, greed, and selfishness. And and that is the reason why it needs a savior. Everywhere we go, there, there are people lost in sin simply because nobody has taken the time to tell them that there is a savior. There's a lot of people who haven't heard. Or even if they have. A lot of the times, I think it takes it takes more than one person. Sometimes you might tell somebody, and somebody else might tell him also. And sometimes they don't, they don't respond right away at the first invitation. But the more invitations they get, you don't know. You might be the one that hit the, the, jackpot, the jackpot. You might be the one who this person is going to respond to and say, Sure, I'll go. Sure, I'll go with you. Sure, I'll listen. And I think that's the reason why sh- we shouldn't miss those opportunities because uh, people are just waiting for the, for the right person, I think. <laughs> so <clears throat> uh, everywhere, uh, imagine how beautiful it would be if we invited more people to our, our, service, our services so they could hear the word of God and, and, and receive salvation for their souls. It would be it would be awesome. I think the more the more the better. I think I, I think that that's just that's just right. And so and together, I think we can praise the Lord with songs of thanksgiving. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna close. I did. I think I I think I went a little too fast. <laughs> but I'm gonna close with uh, with the scripture, the last uh, scripture in. John, The Gospel of John 3.16, I think everybody knows this one by heart. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So, God bless you, and thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and we'll continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.